0: This is Captivated Minds. I'm Stan. I'm Jake. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about former President Abraham Lincoln.
1: Oh, my. One of my favorite presidents, actually.
0: Yeah, one of mine. I mean... It's up there with JFK. Yeah, they're two of the most open-minded presidents that we've had.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you son of a <laughs> I had to? Yeah. That's bad. <laughs> That's bad.
0: So what I wanted to do with this is I really didn't want to get into politicate, political...
1: Yeah, politics.
0: Politics. There we go. It's a big word. It's a big word. We're doing big words today. Yes, we are. I didn't want to get into all the politics because he did a lot. That's right. He did a lot. I think a lot of things when you when you're doing things for Lincoln, like when you're watching shows, documentaries, reading about him, that's all they really focus on. You don't get to
1: really know the man. No. You know what I mean? Growing up, though, uh, I learned a lot about his fail. He failed a lot. He did. And but he well, he was very persistent after his failures, and he used those failures as a lesson to get better each time, which not often we see that in presidents either.
0: And the thing is, he owned them. That's right. Like, pretty much, yeah, I screwed up. That's right. That's on me.
1: And now I'm going to get better now I'm because get, of it. Right.
0: So the other thing is, of course, all these years, right, I wanted to know if that's actually his – full name you know a lot of times we talk about people we only know them as this this and this
1: abbreviations
0: right, right. so abraham lincoln the only other names he went by was honest abe which was kind of no. yeah rail splitter i think it's be i don't <laughs> it know sounds it sounds like d- something d- else
1: it, d- <laughs> it does. between does. <laughs> open-minded and rail splitter what kind of <laughs> podcast are we running here i don't know I don't know why. I think maybe
0: because it was the railroad thing back in those days, putting new railroads. Maybe. I don't know. Um, and then the great, the great Emancipator.
1: That's a good one. I like That's
0: that. That's a good name. Yeah, that That's a good
1: real name. good like. That sounds hmm. like a wrestling name. Welcome but, to the
0: stage, the Great Emancipator. So before I get into where like he grew up and is born and stuff, just in case people don't know, Right. Abraham Lincoln was our 16th president. Do you want to know how tall he
1: was? This messed with me. Well, let me say, let me let me take a guess before you tell me. 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, uh, okay. Close? Good job. Close. 6'4". Oh, I was really close. Okay. I was close. And I didn't do research on Lincoln, everybody, just L- to let you know. He did all the research. Listen. I always thought this man was a giant I think it's the hat. The hat does add a couple... Right. Two or three, maybe four. When
0: I found out he was only 6'4", I was like, he's four inches taller than me. That's insane. When you see him next to people in pictures,
1: he's he just taller. looks tall. Like he's staturing over them. Like a giant almost, right. in, a, in a way.
0: But no, 6'4". No,
1: that's fairly that's... tall for the time, if you think about it. It is, very, it is tall for the time, yes. <clears throat>
0: So, this man, he was in office from um, eighteen thirty four to eighteen forty two. Wow. Oh, sorry. That was the he was a representative of Illinois. That's my bad.
1: So he was a representative for, yes. first for Illinois, and yep. then he was elected.
0: Yeah. Then uh, he ran for president, and he actually there. This is where the party system back in the day. It wasn't Republican-Democrat. It's turned into Republican-Democrat. Nowadays, yes. Uh, Wing was one of the uh, parties. parties that he was he ran for. And that was when he was the representative of Illinois. Um, and then he was Republican Party from 1854 to 1864. And then the National Union... 1864 to 1865.
1: I wonder if that was also a Republican Party or if that was a uh, split off of it, it or if it, it was, was similar I in fashion. I think it was,
0: a, yeah, like a... Uh, like, like a subsidiary of it. Yeah, something like that. Now, so that's, that's who he was as a president. Of course, everyone knows he made that famous speech, Gettysburg. He was a president in a time where our country was in shambles that's
1: right he's also fighting a lot of different avenues and fighting against a different a lot of different people and a lot of different oh yeah belief systems he
0: was just like he didn't know what to do he was confused all the time he wanted to do a good job but he also wanted to he wanted to unite the country but change the country at the same time and that's tough very tough at the time uniting uniting the company uh, the country was a a a A big thing it was a thing so to unite and change that's going to be really tough cuz the whole thing with his last years of the presidency was the 13th amendment right wanted to abolish slavery ownership he never had like the the people that worked for him they weren't slaves they were really? they were actually hired help free yeah yeah they were hired hired help he paid them and he treated them as equal and stuff
1: like that. That's how it was. That, that's a make that's, at That at that time period, it makes a huge difference, honestly. And it, well, of course, because you had all all these,
0: even the North. Okay, let's let's talk about this. North and South. Everyone sees it as um, free, free slaves, and and actual slaves in the South, right? But up in the North, they were just as split on. This decision, as the southerners were, it, it was weird. So, you had all these people they welcomed, they welcomed free people, but they also looked down on them because they didn't want them okay, you can be free, but you can't be equal to me,
1: which, on its own thing, is also bad. Right. It's bad, it's, it's bad. bad, it's bad. It's the,
0: the whole thing all is bad, be, uh,
1: everyone should be equal.
0: So, the whole like trying to get the, the 13th amendment passed, it was like shadow games you had to kind of like play around and chess right you had to say things a certain way to not scare certain people away and it's so disgusting that you actually have to watch what you say i mean we, we kind of find that now a lot of things offend people which look you have every right to be offended but you also have to have every right you, to say what you, you want to, to, as long as you're not right. offending anyone as well. It, it, exactly. It, it's, a, it's, it's a coin. It's, it's a two-sided coin. It has to be a balance. But back then, it was even like, it was just like now. It, it was so crazy. So, Abraham Lincoln was born on February 12th, 1809. He was the second child of Thomas Lincoln and Nancy Lincoln. He was born in a log cabin at, on, a, on a farm in Kentucky. Uh, he is a direct descendant of Samuel Lincoln, an Englishman who migrated from Norfolk. Norf- is that Norfolk? Norfolk? Norfolk?
1: Norfolk. Is that uh, England?
0: Yep. Norfolk, England. The guy, his, the descendant, Sam, right, went from one Norfolk to Norfolk, Massachusetts.
1: That's kind of funny. Right? It's, it is kind of funny. and hey, his the name fam-
0: sounds familiar. Let's move there, folks. His, his family came over, uh, Samuel Lincoln came over in 1638. So, right around the time of the
1: Mayflower, almost? Kind uh, of, uh, give or take, a look. 14, oh, no, yeah, May, yeah, no, May, no, uh, uh, oh, our history isn't right. Oh, yeah, that's, uh,
0: probably should have looked at that, yeah. The family then migrated west, passing through New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Virginia, um, Lincoln's grandparents, Captain Abraham Lincoln... And his wife, uh, wife. I'm gonna butcher this. Bathsheba. 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 B B-A-T-H. A T H. Uh, Bathsheba. B-A-T-H-S-H-E-B-A. Bathsheba. Or Bathsheba. 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 What kind of a?
1: I've never heard. Honestly, I've never I've heard. Never that, heard that, that name. name. That never.
0: Right. I, I knew as soon as like I was like typing everything down. I was like, this is going to be such a name. Well, we've,
1: we've <laughs> talked about names before oh, on other yeah, episodes. We've kind of butchered, but not on purpose, though.
0: So they moved the family to Virginia, uh, to Jefferson County, Kentucky. The captain was killed in an Indian raid in 1786. His children included 8-year-old Thomas, who was Abraham's father, and he witnessed the attack. He actually saw um, his father abraham die oh wow uh thomas uh then worked odd jobs in kentucky and tennessee before the family settled in hardin county kentucky in the early 1800s do you want so when i was doing research for this there's a lot of things i really wanted to look for right um I wanted to look for stuff about the father, right? That was his entire father's side. lineage, right? The mother's lineage side. Nothing. It's totally unclear. It even said um, when I was doing research, it says his fa- his mother's origin is unclear. As far as they know, she just gr- she grew up in Kentucky.
1: Wow. It is kind of interesting that you can find information on one side of the family, mm-hmm. but not a lot of information on the other side of the family. It just it is it's interesting. very yeah.
0: weird. So, they had, so his mother and father, uh, Abraham Lincoln's mother and father, they had three children, Sarah, Abraham, and Thomas. Thomas died as an infant. So, they named, which, this is the other confusing thing, all right? So they had a girl, boy, boy. Now, nowadays, if you were to name your, your child after you, it's usually, like,
1: the firstborn son. Or you typically name it after a grandfather or another relative of, right. of the family so, from the mother or the father, too. So
0: as I'm reading this, I, I kept getting confused. So, like, they named the third son, Thomas, after the father. So, from now on, if I say Thomas... you were referring to the father. I'm referring to the father because his brother is dead. <laughs> gotcha. But as I was doing the reading, I kept forgetting, like, his brother died. So, every time I came across Thomas, I had to sit there and go, which Thomas? You can
1: be like Abe's dad, too. That's awful. A-
0: Abe's dad. That might be a- Yeah. Oh. Uh, Abe's dad. Um, Abe's pappy. So, Thomas Lincoln uh, bought or leased farms in Kentucky before losing... All but two hundred acres of his land to a dispute over property t- titles in eighteen sixteen.
1: Two hundred acres is a lot of land. Still, yeah, but at that time it might not. At that have been, at, at that time.
0: Oh no, two hundred acres doesn't change from now and then. Well, I didn't, they yeah. they are. That's a lot of land, but what was happening back then is. It's not like now where things are very well um, marked, right? So that's where the disputes came from. All these disputes are like, uh, no, actually, that that's mine. Oh, that's mine. Oh, that's mine. Oh, that's mine. So he ended up losing everything but 80 acres. Wow. Over all these disputes. Can you believe that? You start out with 200 acres. And then you lose yeah, 120. And you
1: lose 120 if you had a farm or if he had livestock or something like that and he had 200 acres to begin with and then down to 80, that's a huge difference. Yeah. So after all these disputes and stuff, he still continued
0: to work his farm. He was also a cabinet maker and a carpenter. Uh, he had – he owned three farms, all had livestock, and produced um, – bunch of different vegetables there's like a list a mile long that i found i just put vegetables because everything you could find on a farm he grew like wheat everything all of it um yeah so he had 100 acres now the mom his mom nancy i had to look up what this was she died from milk sickness
1: what is that? I've, I've never, never heard, heard of that. Is it like a poison within the milk? or So
0: any animal, any uh, milk-producing animal, there's a certain plant that they will eat, and that plant will actually poison the animal, and it poisons the milk and the meat.
1: No shit. So I've
0: never heard of it. during this. those times, uh, whatever, like whatever cow or whatever you butchered... That was one thing they had to look for. Now, I do have...
1: It almost sounds like a modern mad cow
0: disease. In a way. In a way. Right. In a way, it is. Uh, you get a high fever, violent vomiting, and um, like very uh, cold sweats, stuff like that. And there's nothing you can do. Wow. You, it either runs its course or it kills you. Wow. Um. And, of course, back in those days, everything and anything, like, kill, could ki- Could kill you. kill you. Yeah. So, after his mother died, uh, his father then remarried. And his new stepmom actually had um, three kids.
1: From a previous marriage?
0: From a previous marriage, right. During the same time, his sister's a little older, right? So, his sister ends up getting married. She dies in childbirth. And the son that she was delivering also died in childbirth. Wow. So now he is the only child out of this. So the whole Lincoln family is now, uh, he's the only technically Lincoln. If you think about it, from his mom and dad. The rest of them are stepkids. And they also have um, his mom's 19-year-old orphan cousin. That is it. So, as a teen, Lincoln took responsibility for all the chores on the farm to help his dad out. Lincoln, see, this is another thing that always, like, when you see Lincoln, right? I look at him, I see tall and gangly, right? They portray Lincoln as a tall, strong, muscular, athletic These are all words that they put. Man. Who became adept to using an axe. Yeah. Now all you can see is like this big burly woodsman.
1: If we can find an image of a beefy Lincoln, we gotta we gotta put up there. That would just be funny. Or if you can draw a beefy Lincoln for us. Oh, that'd be great. So
0: fearing Another milk sickness outbreak, because I guess once you find out that one cow is infected, you have to assume that your entire herd is um, uh, infected, infected, right? So they moved out of Kentucky to Illinois. That's where he decided to go back to school. He actually stopped going to school. He made it to the sixth grade. Wow. And then self-educated from then on. That's all he did. He taught himself how to read, how to write, all this stuff. Very self-taught. He did... Um, he actually opened a store with a friend in a booming economy, and the store crashed. Oh, no. They, they could not um, actually keep the store up.
1: So so far, he's had a lot of loss. and He's, then he, he's tried to prevail just a little bit at a time. Right. So...
0: At this point, he's trying to figure out his life, right? And it's not really going exactly where he wants it to be. He's he's starting to have a hard time with, um, with uh, life in general. And it's not until he actually hears someone speaking about politics... Where it actually piqued his interest, and he was like, I can do that. He also started studying in law, becoming a lawyer. That was actually very... It, it was a passion of his. He, he just... He loved he the law. loved it. He also... He loved and hated
1: speeches. Really? Yep. So... For someone that gave a lot of good speeches, he... he so surprising. this is where... This is where he...
0: It's one of those weird things where if he knew it was important, he would sit down and he would write a nice lengthy thing. But if he had to show up to, um, one one thing he had to show up to was just like a, a christening of a ship. He made like the shortest and unremarkable like speech ever and just like, yep, I'm done. That's it. And sits back down. Because he does, like, that's not important enough for a speech. And which back, makes sense. Which makes sense. And he wrote all of his own speeches.
1: I did not know that. Now,
0: most, a lot of presidents actually, throughout history, even now, will actually have someone write their speeches. Write for their him. speeches. Depending on different things, situations, stuff like that. They might critique it, add a little thing here and there. So, as he's finding his new interest... In politics and stuff. He meets a nice young girl named Anne, Whom he met when moving to New Salem. By 1935. The relationship became a formal engagement. She died on August 25th, 1835. Just, uh, well, it doesn't say when they moved. But 1835 from typhoid fever. Wow. Yeah, and... Uh, then in early, okay, so before I have this all backwards, in 1830, he met a girl named Mary Owens. They, they ended up not liking each other right away. That's when he met Anne, got engaged. She died. He met up with Owens again. They decided to try it out. He courted her, which is, I guess, the fancy way of dating. Yeah. Yeah. Right? By the time... Uh, by, by a year's time, they decided that this relationship was going over, and they decided to part ways. And he actually wrote her a very beautiful, lengthy letter... Um. Blaming her for the end of the relationship—that's <laughs> kind of like throwing some shade at her a little
1: bit. But so, I could, mean, so
0: could you imagine, like, you get this nice letter, and it's like, okay, he's probably apologizing. He's like, or proposing, or proposing, and it's like, hey, <laughs> nah, you're no, nah, it's cool, you're shit. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm out. <laughs> so, in
0: 1839, he met his wife, Mary Todd. Now, I don't know if everyone has seen pictures of Mary Todd.
1: She's not a be- She's not a beautiful woman. She's not ugly though. But she's not ugly, right? So maybe he kind of settled. Uh, I he, don't. You think he would settled? Uh, I think he settled. He, he settled. I think he was like, all right, it's fucking, it's
0: time. I, I gotta <laughs> settle down.
1: I'm getting too old.
0: So he met her in Springfield, Illinois, uh, and the following year they became engaged. She was a daughter. Of Robert Smith Todd, a wealthy lawyer and businessman in Lexington, Kentucky. The wedding was set in January 1st, uh, 1841, was canceled at Lincoln's request, but they rekindled and married on November 4th, 1842. Supposedly he got cold feet, just couldn't do it. He like took a year off, came back, was like, okay, let's do this. Um, he actually suffered from anxiety, really? Yeah, so a lot of things bothered him to the point where like he would kind of shut himself off. But he found that actually talking things out to Mary Todd, which sometimes can be frightening for the recipient of the information of the information, yeah. she actually took it really well and helped him through his anxiety. So, that's why he kind of... So,
1: in a way, she kind of made him a better person.
0: Right. So, they had uh, four sons. He worked regularly uh, throughout the entire time before he became president. The oldest was Robert Todd Lincoln. Uh, He was born 1843. Uh, He was the only child to live to full maturity. Um, Edward Baker Lincoln, Eddie, born 1846, died February 1st, 1850. Uh, he died of an illness. Lincoln's third son, Willie Lincoln, was born December 21st, 1850, and died of a fever at the White House on February 20th, 1862. The youngest... Todd, uh, Thomas Lincoln, was born April 4th, 1853, and survived his father, but died of heart failure at the age of 18.
1: Wow. So. That's tough. A lot of tragedy in that family, huh? It's. It's almost like it's cursed in a way.
0: Well, see, that was something I came across, was there was this little thing saying, was the Lincoln family cursed? Was he? Which is kind of. It kind of makes sense if you think about it because there's a lot of death. But in those times, they really didn't know the, the how The medical to... stuff was not,
1: you know, know. as like, good.
0: A guy has a fever. Oh, they have a fever. So that was his family life. Okay, so I'm going to backtrack just a little bit because I wanted to get through his wife and kids and him finding love and all that stuff. But in between all that stuff, he actually did... Enlisted in the military, and he was a captain for the um, uh, uh Illinois... Oh, I I screwed that all up. He was a captain? Yeah, he was a captain for the militia. There we go. So, back in those those days, we had our general arms, and we had our militia. So, a militia would actually get called in on if needed, kind of like the National Guard. I was going to say Army? Or yeah. a National Guard. it's kind of like the National Guard. So we have our army, and then every citizen with a gun was the militia. That's, that's what it was. So he actually was a captain, and he served um, through several wars, including the Black Hawk War. He, it was his first campaign, and he actually made a beautiful speech to his men that actually helped them through the uh, battle. He, technically, when he became president, he was hated by both sides. Wow. He didn't have very many friends in the political community.
1: Not very many at all. So he was kind of like an outsider coming in and trying to change things up a little bit.
0: Yeah, so they found that he was um, very outgoing and he had no leash where a lot of presidents have this leash. Right, they get brought in, but they have the the Senate and House can kind of control them a little bit, keep them under their their wing, their keep that leash tight. Where he wanted he wanted things done, even cabinet members, some of them thought he was too outgoing with some of the things he wanted. That Thirteenth Amendment most of his cabinet members looked down on it because they felt that what you're going to do is you're just going to still separate everyone and you're not going to go far. You're not going to be able to get this amendment.
1: But a lot of those people didn't see the big picture, though, either. And that's, no. that's the thing is he was thinking of the long term. They were thinking of the short term, and he was trying to do things that would help future generations. And they may not have necessarily seen eye-to-eye with him on those kinds of topics.
0: So... and. One thing that, like I said before, having to change the way he talked about things, right? So he took that, that uh, 13th Amendment and he made it sound like, do you want more votes? To get more votes, you got to free these people. Let them vote. Now you get more votes. Now you could probably stay in office. Because if you pass this, they're gonna like you. They're gonna keep voting for you, and that's how he kind of worked his way around.
1: He was like a salesman in a way, right? Pitching. Hey, he was also
0: a storyteller. Loved to tell stories, any story he could. But he would also tell these stories in the wrong time, like when everyone wants him to be serious, he would sit there and go oh, you know what that reminds me of something and he'd go on some people would leave others would actually get closer to him like kids around a can- like a fire and just
1: fall into his stories i wonder if that was a tactic to kind of like ease the tension a little I think bit it was. and kind of make everyone a little bit more comfortable and, of the situation and i they do were like we we'll, we'll actually
0: be covering this movie but in the movie lincoln they actually were, covered this quite a bit and I thought that was awesome that when I was doing research that they also had to do some sort of research for the film because you see him at these real, like, moments. Being funny. Being, like, funny.
1: And we'll get into it in that yeah. episode. But, but yeah. he's
0: like, hey, you know what? And he's getting everyone to laugh, but he's getting everyone to calm down and just relax. A sit lot. a minute. He is the one that made the top hat
1: fashionable. Was it? Do you know if it was worn before him a lot? Uh, It, it was worn not as frequently. But though.
0: because he was freakishly tall for the times, it made him look even taller. I guess that's where I, I get it from. When you see him standing there and he has a top hat that's like
1: two feet tall. It adds a presence to right. it. Right, yeah.
0: But because he was wearing it a lot, people are like, ha, huh, that's cool. So they started wearing top hats. Do you want to know why he wore top hats? Why do you wear a top hat? He kept all of his important documents inside this top hat.
1: That's a smart man. Inside
0: the lining and stuff. He was afraid he would either put his hands in his pocket and the stuff would fall out or pickpocketers. So he never put anything important in any of his pockets, whether it be in his vest or pants. He tucked everything in the lining of his hat. And that's where everything sat. And every hat he had had like a secret pocket. Where he would put. So if a hat went bad for some reason, he just put that one away, grab a new one, swap out the
1: papers, put it on. I wonder how many hats are in museums and are still filled with stuff. Oh, could you imagine? Like letters, like Lincoln letters or like things like that. And they have all these hats and they're like, oh, where's the secret? Oh, this hat doesn't have a secret. Oh, (laughs) wait, wait, there's a (laughs) secret. And then there's like full on letters written by, I mean, that would be kind of neat. That would be like. Finding gold. Finding gold. Like it really well.
0: Um, there, There's actually... That's his whole life and stuff. I want to get into... There are living relatives of Abraham Lincoln. Now, like I said, he was the only child. The only... You can say true child, right? Of his mom and father. But you can still track his lineage. George Clooney is a so many cousin of Abraham Lincoln. Wow, that's kind of neat. Tom Hanks also is related to him. He also has another relative. When you see this, you're going to you're going to really love this because his relative looks almost just like him.
1: I wonder if uh, the genetics has skipped so many generations. They that... did
0: a side by side
1: with him. Wow!
0: And I'm gonna post
1: this on our Instagram. See, the only thing that's a little different, you can see the nose is a little different and the eyes, but the facial structure and the mouth mm-hmm. and the uh, even the forehead all looks like him. It just there's a little bit there's, there's a little, little bit of differences a little bit of difference, but that's that does look very similar. Yep. Yeah.
0: Now the the true direct descendant. Which was his so-many uh, grandson, because it was his uh, his son's son, 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 son so on and so forth. The last one of them actually died in 1982. Wow. Um, he actually lived a very long life. He he died at the age of, like, 96.
1: So the, the curse didn't affect him at all, then?
0: No, he was able to live a long and Full, prosper, happy life. Yep.
1: But to find out, like, George Clooney... And Tom Hanks. And Tom Hanks.
0: Those are the only two, like, big names. Are somewhat descendants. Of. Are somewhat descendants. And, and stuff. It's kind of neat to... It is kind of neat. To see that. Um, I also will post pictures of um, his children. Um, there's actually only one child that, of course, like I said, was able to go into adulthood. He almost kind of looks like like grant almost that's his his son the oldest that was oh wow you know what i mean he has that like
1: chiseled kind of look chiseled look doesn't look like it lincoln no no, it doesn't
0: must have took after mom yeah but yeah i want to post all of his family pictures stuff like that because that was the whole point of of this the politics side if we could touch on it a little bit His whole thing, like like we said, the 13th Amendment was the huge, big thing. And the
1: Emancipation Proclamation. And the
0: Emancipation Proclamation. Now, the Emancipation Proclamation came before. He was president? uh, Before the 13th Amendment. So when he did the Emancipation Proclamation, everyone thought, done. They're going to wipe their hands. Okay, we gave them that. Gave them that. Now he's like, no, that's not all I want. This is the true reason why I am president. And again, he's sitting there trying to do all this while the war is happening. Everyone wants him to stop focusing on freeing the slaves and start focusing on ending the war. But he's trying to do both. And I almost I'm glad he did what he did because the man's smart. He really It's is. a game He's, of chess, like we said earlier. Exactly. The, the guy's smart, but it's almost like he should have focused. I don't know if, like, it should have happened long before this anyways, the whole 13th Amendment, right? But if he wasn't, if he didn't do the 13th Amendment, would more soldiers have lived? Because he would have been more focused on...
1: That's a tough tough thing to think about, right? It is very tough, yeah.
0: It's really tough because it's hard hard time. On that
1: kind of caveat kind of note, though, uh, if he didn't push the 13th Amendment, what kind of country would we be in? Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, you have to think about about it in both kind of ways. Yeah, yeah. because if you think about it, just after
0: he got this, he was assassinated as soon it was, as it passed.
1: It, it was probably because um, someone and, disagreed with the policy. And the only
0: reason why it passed was because all of these people, like, jump sides. They were supposed to vote one way. That's kind of how it is now. You don't see that very often in politics nowadays. No. You don't see a Republican voting for a Democrat thing, and you don't see a Democrat vote. No. It's all about control. Back in those days, you had people that jumped. They, they call it Jump the Aisle because everything's split down Flip the middle. Um, so, the, you did have independents. They were named something else back in those days, I'm pretty sure. But you did have independence that could go either way. But you also had these... At the time, Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. So, all these Democrats didn't want it. But a small few did... But they were too scared to vote yes for it because they were afraid of either, like, the the people they worked with to go against them or even walk out on the street and hear someone say, he also said yes and get attacked or something. It was a very
1: crazy time. It does sound like, I mean, very crazy And the fact that he got these people to vote for it is its own way. It's an accomplishment for them to change their mind or for them to see that the 13th Amendment was for the future and was to help end the war as well. So he, during his time,
0: he was a loving father and husband, very devoted husband. He loved his wife dearly, really did Um, Abolished slavery and ended the Civil War. That's a lot. All, he did that all, and the man. I think we have to give this guy a lot of credit for how America is today, because without what he did, it would be different. Our country could. Our country could still be split, or there could have been the South that won. You know what I mean? Which would the, have been the amendments bad. probably weren't. Wouldn't be there. Stuff like that. He did so much, and. I kind of liked seeing his life and not the politics.
1: Because we, we do some episodes on people all, all, sometimes, like various different episodes, mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes there are people that, you know, have interesting stories. But th- Lincoln in particular has an interesting life. Not just interesting stories, but you can see the ups and downs within his life. And then you can see how he's rising above them to and, do what's best, and what's, not just for him, but crazy, for everyone And what's crazy, he's
0: also running a country and he's losing kids. Like, one of his kids died at the White House. That's tough. You know what I mean? He, he died at the White House. That means he was president when his son died. That's tough. We, you don't hear that nowadays. No, no, you don't. So, I wonder what was going through his head. He's like, oh, man, I have to run this country. But, yep, my son just passed away and I also have to take care of my wife. She's distraught and all this stuff. It's everything that I've ever read... There was two books I was looking at for this, right? And I actually listened to it on Audible. Oh, wow. That's neat. It was kind of neat. Yeah. I I liked it. The picture of the book was so fat, but only 10% of it was about his life. The 90% was all about the politics. The policies and all that. Right. The other one was very thin, but it was all about his life. And that's the one I want. We've come across a couple of those, yeah. When we did uh, Edison Tesla and, and Tesla. Tesla and stuff, like you find all these
1: books that are thick with all of their research. When we, and, did, when we did Tesla, right. I had a book that was seven hundred pages that uh, right. just his inventions and patents, and then we get to his bibliography or it's, biography, and, and it's, it's just s- like just a minute, like thirty and pages. And this guy just
0: needs to do so because I I learned all this stuff. I got I got to know the man, and I I just respect the man for what more, he did. Yeah, because it's like. I don't know if I could have done that. I don't it, know if, it, it, I don't know it's if I, could, tough. I don't know if I could lose a child and then still turn around and try to run the
1: country he he probably had to take country over family you in a, in a certain in extent a cer- in a, a certain, certain extent, way he knew what was going like on he, and he had to push through it. it I just, think, just
0: tough. I just think the man is amazing
1: yeah. and so
0: the the movie we're going to be doing with this is Lincoln is Lincoln. I I kind of wanted um, Abraham Lincoln the uh, Vampire Slayer because we, I think that we could have been we could have done that we could have done that because I think that's a more accurate uh, depiction of yeah, him of killing the some axe van- wielding man. man vampire killer yeah <laughs> but, we could still do that at some point oh too. we we should yeah. at some point yeah but I think uh, the betrayal of Lincoln in the movie Lincoln is very dead on too it I is mean, very it, accurate it, we'll it get into is, it in that episode too right it was very nice to see that. when i did research and then i watched the movie it was close to it it was close to it they actually followed his life
1: they don't do that sometimes they don't do that very often sometimes they'll fictionalize it a little more or make it a little bit more flashy if someone's life isn't as interesting or
0: it's like okay the guy had four kids and in the movie he only has one um in the movie he only met one woman that's who he stayed with in real life, he actually had three women. You you know what I mean? Like, it's like a it's, slice of life, Just really. A little slice, little sliver, but that's all I got for Lincoln. I right. mean, he that was a lot of research. That he was really good.
1: Was, he was a very fascinating,
0: very fascinating man. I kind of like uh, I like the president thing. Yeah. We'll have to do another president. That's again, JFK. Cause, uh, <clears throat> I think JFK. Me and you are gonna get into
1: like uh, we're gonna. That's a whole series. It's a whole series. That's we'll whole, do that eventually. Yeah. But yeah, do it. We can do another president, that would be neat. But yeah. I mean, just oh, another famous person again, because we, fa- right? we did uh, Edison and Tesla, and this yeah. would be Lincoln. And we're gonna have another famous person coming up at yes, the end of the month, too. And we're not gonna tell
0: you, it's it, gonna be a surprise because
1: they're, they're both vastly different people, right? And they both come from different walks of life. And too. I'm
0: kind of glad we actually picked these because yeah. I really enjoyed doing the research and reading about this Lincoln, guy, and yeah. even just like as we're working, listening to parts of the audible. Yeah, and just like learning, be, being amazed by just, just someone's the man. life. Yeah, considering you know, I I learned some of this in school. I learned some of that in school too. Not,
1: I think we had to memorize the Emancipation Proclamation. Yeah, See, there I was didn't. a list of there was like a group of kids, and whoever could get the whole thing done. Mine was the Gettysburg Address. I think we did that too. Like we had to memorize
0: that. I I could not. I couldn't. St- I couldn't get either. Nowadays, no. Nope. I think I'll post that though. If I can find his in a single image, that would in be a nice. Single image. Bo- both of them yeah. Yeah, right. The Emancipation Proclamation and the, the Gettysburg, Gettysburg Address. Dress. I think I'll post those too when I upload this. That'd, that'd, be, that'd nice. be cool. Yeah. But I think uh, I think we're all set. Oh. Well, so um, thank you all for listening. Uh, please follow us on Facebook, Captivated Minds, on Instagram at Minds Captivated. Uh, email us, captivatedminds2 at gmail.com. And we also have a peel box, and everything is in the show notes.
1: And if you also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please like us and subscribe, leave a five-star review or any review. We'd love to hear how we're doing and if we're doing good or bad. And and if there is a person, place, or thing that you want us to cover. Oh, there we go.
0: Yeah, let us know. Because something we've been talking about is places. Yeah would be kind of cool to cover so if you guys have any ideas please let us know thank you all right thank you